All right, and welcome back to another episode of Epic Epoch. I'm your host, Perry the Pig. With me, as always, is my co-host. Dread from Epic Builds. Dread, and we're joined. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Okay, we'll, we'll do some better organization next time. But we, we are joined by someone who is a, a longtime friend of the podcast and me and of Dread. But you might not know him. So let's, uh, let's give a nice warm welcome over here to, uh, to Sir Free for All. Free, thanks for being here. Hello. Some of you know me as the mod in chat. <laughs> the one mod who shows up to my <laughs> Twitch chat. So the I remember the very, the very first time that we had you on a different podcast a long time ago, I was nervous about bringing you on because like, I, didn't, I didn't want it to seem like I'm only bringing on my friends. And, but like you, you are one of my mods. I've known you for a long time. Played, uh, played a lot mm -hmm. of Path of Exile with you as well. But you've, you've made a little bit of a name for yourself both in Path of Exile and in, uh, in Last Epoch. So I want I want to introduce you to uh, to the rest of Twitch chat and to people out there who are watching on YouTube and Spotify right now. Who are you? Why, who <laughs> who why Oral why might people know who you whisper. are? Oh, in last epoch, um, some of you might not even know who I am, but you've probably seen the build guide of the uh, the the squirrel build is is what has been dubbed. Um, it is uh, it is a very min maxed version of the squirrel using the squirrel helmet and uh it's it's some great stuff and it kills tier four jewelera in like 10 seconds so it's pretty good in path of exile um, which i have far much more time in the squirrel whisper yes um which i have far much more time in um i usually am known for making some pretty insane items um just same thing about min maxing builds is kind of my thing um, I don't really jump around with a lot of builds. It's more like one thing for the next 600 hours. And it, it's worth mentioning that everyone's favorite divination card does come from you. Yes, Society's so Remorse. If you've ever dropped it and you're like, man, this card is awesome. It's got great art. It's got great, great uh, flavor text. It does great things. It, uh, it's, it's from me, so you are welcome. Thank, thank you for making Path of Exile a little bit more fun to play. <laughs> all those alterations really come in handy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the purpose of today's podcast, I want to, for the most part, talk about leagues. And I figured that having someone on who's played a tremendous amount of Path of Exile in the past, and, and I know like you and I have played together, and Dread, you and Free are both playing Path of Exile right now pretty actively. And I've just been sitting on the sidelines, watching a bunch of streams, making sure that I know what I'm talking about when I host this conversation. So let's ask, we didn't have a podcast last week because the, the, uh, the launch of the new Path of Exile League, Sentinel League. What have you two been up to? Uh, I finished the Shadow Dagger build, the Shadow Dagger bow build, the marksman, the concept with the Shadow String bow where you get like two charges of smoke bomb. I finished that up pretty quickly. I also made a self-cast smite build with Judicator, which ended up being pretty good. Uh, it's definitely the way to go if you're going to do self-cast smite, if you want want to do self-cast for some reason. Uh, and then after that, then I started the league with a EK Chieftain because I wanted to play something off meta and it's been wonderful. Recombinators are insane. And I saw one of your YouTube videos went up. You think that Sentinel is one of the best leagues that's ever happened. So it seems like you're having a good time with it. Yeah, I'm having a wonderful time in the league. Sounds good. And then Free, how has uh, your last two weeks been? You been playing some Path of Exile? Yeah, lots of Path of Exile. Um, so I started with Poison Spectral Helix like I ended with last league. 
Um, still as strong as it was last week, last league. It's really good for the <laughs> mechanic. Um, I just re-rolled because I just got enough currency to cast on crit Forbidden Right Occultist. Ooh. Um, and now we're leveling that. I think I just hit Act 9. Um, Sentinel as a whole has some some problems. Um, mainly if you're build off screens, your blue Sentinels are basically garbage and your red Sentinels don't do anything. So um, it's kind of hard to use the Sentinels if you off screen anything. Um, Tenki, uh, somebody that we know, he's having a lot of trouble with that lately. Um, is off screening too much is an issue because you can't juice up the monsters fast right enough. and so you end up what ends up happening is you run in there without wanting to attack you use your sentinels or you wait for your sentinels to do something and then you die because they take too long and it's just it, play you, it, yeah i was gonna on. say it kind of sounds like a good problem to have like oh no i'm too efficient see so, what i do i just i don't play a worse build i just what I do is I force myself to stop by using league mechanics like Ritual, and it seems to work really well with Ritual because you'll like buff everything. Legion too, and it buffs everything in the Ritual as they're spawning, and and then it drops everything at the end of the Ritual. So it, since the fact that I'm stopping for the Ritual, it actually meshes well with the Sentinels, which I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing that I'm stopping, but <laughs> fair enough. So I Almost guess really good. Legion's really good. You just pop I, it right when you get there. But before we get too far into it, I'm going to ask myself the same question. Like, what have I been doing for the past two weeks? And basically, I've been watching streams. So I've been like playing some variety games on my own time, doing a little bit of last epoch in the meantime, and really just like watching people play Path of Exile. It's not really a game that I want to play anymore. I've I've done you know a couple thousand hours in it. I think my Steam is maybe fourteen thousand, and then a couple thousand more than that in POB and like a lot of stream time. So. I've, I've got a lot of experience in it. It's not a game that I want to play right now, but honestly, when PoE 2 comes up, I'm going to start playing it again. So I always like knowing what's going on in Path of Exile because even though all the articles online seem to frame Path of Exile as this small indie game that you should try it out because it's like extraordinarily popular. And I don't know why all these articles still act like Path of Exile is like, oh, it's this weird game that you should try out. Like, no, it's an extraordinarily popular game. I mean, if so, you compare it to Fortnite. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. I, I guess it kind of reminds me of a, there was a, there was a Twitter that happened a while ago. It was someone who was looking at Ninja and how many hours Ninja had in Fortnite. And someone was like, oh my God, Ninja's got 3,000 hours in Fortnite. No wonder he's so good at Fortnite. And like, when I see somebody who has 3,000 hours in Path of Exile, it's like, oh, so you hate Path of Exile. Oh, okay. I guess, yeah, I guess you never really played it, have you? No, you played for a couple leagues. Okay. <laughs> you played for a league or two. It's just, like, totally skewed by how much time people tend to invest in these things, like what the uh, what the gameplay really looks like. But that's neither here nor there. We're going to talk about leagues, and we're going to talk about, how about leagues start? So, leagues don't exist in Last Epoch yet. They're going to exist at some point. We know that multiplayer patch 0.9 is slated for coming to Last Epoch this year, and then 1.0 will be the multiplayer patch, and we're expecting to, I guess, no, I guess 0.9 should be the multiplayer patch, and then 1.0 should be the full release, where we're expecting a huge influx of players. So we have heard from the developers of Last Epoch that they're going to have a league cycle. We don't know what that's going to look like. In the past, I would have said, definitely, it's going to be three months, but they just changed their development cadence. So maybe it'll be six months. Maybe that's only for the short term. So there's a lot of things that are up in the air, but we know that EHG wants leagues the same way that Path of Exile has leagues and it's going to be a live development game 
where every X amount of time, you're going to jump back in and play more less debuff. It's proven to work. I, I mean, I like it. I, I don't want to play yeah, like a dead too, game. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to play a game where like all the strategies are figured out. And then like, I guess I'm just doing something that someone else did. I like well, figuring come, out new stuff. Come on. D3 is great. What are you talking about? Uh, it's like D2. I mean, we're going to talk about all these things. But D2 is like, it's been the same balance for like years, decades. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going to go play D2. And it's like, oh, you're going to go follow a build guide that someone wrote 30 years ago. And it's like, good. <laughs> Have fun. True, 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 true. <laughs> so, hey, I enjoyed uh, it when I played. I have a few <laughs> problems with it, but I did enjoy it when I played. So let's let's talk about the uh, the league start. We we know the two builds that you all have been playing. Have have there been hiccups? Like what what's been going on in Path of Exile? Uh, I'll let Sir Free go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have not crashed one time. For what that I is that is either. very surprising. I actually haven't crashed either. League I, start was very smooth. That. Um, I don't think I've had any issues with any lag or anything like that. Um, and in fact, when it comes to glitches or bugs or something like that, um, I mean, there was some of the new Arch Nemesis mods that kind of got ported over weird and a little overtuned. They got fixed. Um, one thing that happened yesterday that happened on a hot fix, and that so far I am the only person that I've seen this happen to, when I am doing anything in the game and i mouse over to my other monitor and i move it around i have just like a light show happening on my poe monitor i have no idea why <laughs> it only happens on vulcan but i don't know interesting so other than that, I mean, right it's been, it's been incredibly incredibly smooth um, honestly i'm pretty surprised to hear that i feel like i feel like league start for me when i think about path of exile i just think about like it's gonna crash i'm gonna get kicked back out to a queue Day one, like I want it to be exciting, but it's more, it feels more like an alpha test than anything else. Oh, the last few leaks haven't been like that at all. They've actually really, really yeah. honed down yeah. on it. Yeah. Been pretty good lately. So I've, I've been trying to keep up on, on my own terms of like what's going on in Path of Exile. Can we talk about like Arch Nemesis mods real quick and how they've been yes. patched four times, I think? Well, I would say majorly patched twice. Okay. Um, so people so... have been dying an awful lot. So <laughs> good. No. So um, the the new mods are very are very distinct, and I think once I think the main thing that I have noticed is that it is much more clear to me what what modifiers a mob will have when I look at it. Immediately, I can tell. Oh, that mob has magma barrier. I need to pay attention to not get blasted by its vol molten shell. Um, you know, this, oh, this, this mob has Consecrator. I need to, you know, either pull it away or kill it very quickly because it's going to drop a bunch of stuff on the ground. Or um, that mob has Toxic. Oh, wait, I'm already dead because I was, like, reading something. <laughs> and it, fixed, it kind of fixed Toxic a little bit, but. Yeah. So, so the new mods are definitely, I feel, more deadly than the previous mods, um, especially while leveling. The one thing In that essence. I noticed. <laughs> the one thing that I noticed right away was during leveling, when I saw a magic, you know, a magic pack, I was like, man, that's good XP. Now I'm like, that thing's going to kill me. So I'm like, okay, hold on, chill out. I got to figure out what mod that has first and then try to attack it. Man, so. is leveling supposed to be that difficult? I thought the campaign uh, was supposed was to be like... Purpose. It wasn't on purpose. That's a, that's a great critique that, um, that, I, that I have been thinking about. So is is the leveling process supposed to be difficult versus the map 
when you get to maps or should it be like map you know leveling is okay leveling is okay and then as soon as you get to maps it's like bam okay here's the real difficulty spike yeah the biggest problem with the arc nemesis modifiers that i've noticed and everyone else noticed like literally day one especially because of uh you know uh, what is essences the biggest problem is when they were an arc nemesis they had Every single modifier you added to an Arc Nemesis rare, right? It would give them more health and damage, right? And that got ported over into into the new system. So, for instance, every single modifier you have is a more HP multiplier and stuff like that, right? And the problem with that is, is when you have an essence mob with five essences on it and three different rare modifiers, the multiplication kind of (laughs) order of operation goes through the roof and you end up with bosses that, I mean, you end up with rares that might as well be their own pinnacle bosses. I've, I've heard people compare essence monsters with arch nemesis modifiers on them to like harder than the feared. I've, I've heard some horror stories about people fighting. So it's monsters. been dialed back now for, for what that's yeah. worth. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, has, they also, they also capped, they also capped the um, amount of health that a mob gets per modifier. And they also capped how many maximum modifiers, you know, mob. They've, they've done yeah. a lot of fixing. Okay, a lot okay. of this was day one. A lot of this was just day one, like mainly that they fixed. I, I struggled, like, like I've leveled a ton of characters in Path of Exile, but I, I relatively had a pretty rough, more rough time than I would expect playing Poison Helix, leveling with Poison Helix, than I feel like I should have, um, because the new mods are just that kind of deadly when when you're leveling. Like, imagine the void area in, like, Last Epoch, like, the one we all hate. Like, the level 15 the zone whole, or so, yeah. the whole campaign. Imagine yeah. that, the whole I mean, that, it's not necessarily a bad thing. It's just a very oh, yeah. scary thing. It's oh, yeah. it way, way different, different than the game is right now. It's like, I, I talk about Diamond Matrons every once in a while. Again, like, those maps in, in Last Epoch, where you have, like, 20 Diamond Matrons or 20, like, Profane Fleshes, they feel so distinct from the rest of Last Epoch. And, like, I hate it. But... But, that's a big but, if that were the entire game, I might like that. I kind of like that kind of difficulty. be a good time. Yeah, and, and it's kind of, I don't know, I feel as if they, if they would have just changed the things that were bugged and then just let it go for a couple weeks, people would probably be okay with it. Um, they did nerf it a few times, and I hope that they kind of re- revert some things or, or kind of tweak some things, because I kind of like the game being a little bit harder. Um... At this point, I've made like 70, 80, 90x or something like that, and uh, I'm just flying through, you know, just just doing my my thing, right? Um, but it's I, back I, to old path of exile. People now, are, people are struggling. I guess now that you're used to it, now that things have been nerfed. So here's here's what I want to talk about. Then I'm going to use this as a segue into um, into the I guess it's like the buffs and nerfs that happened early on in the league. So we saw some news posts from Chris Wilson, you know, lead developer, head guy over that grinding gear games for Path of Exile, saying that like they did extensive testing, quote unquote, for the Arch Nemesis modifiers, and they thought the difficulty was appropriate. And then it's subsequently been nerfed, I think four, definitely three, I think four times since then. And then Sir Free, you you think that it's like maybe like two big patches and like two two majorly two major nerfs, and then two more kind of tweaks. So here's here's my question for you then. Is is a three month cycle like does that work for Path of Exile? Is that something that like Last Epoch or even a different action RPG that wants this kind of live uh, live development is is three months what we're looking for? 
So, here's here's my thing. I think that three months is too long. For in a perfect world, three months would be too long, right? However, I understand the limitations of how much time they need to develop the next league and how much you know extra. It, it's okay, and and plus, I think in a way, it's it's almost done on purpose to kind of give people the time to have a break in between, you know, playing Path of Exile for 300, 400 hours in a league and then having a little break. And then they also don't feel like they need to jump right into the next league because they have, like, maybe they play the league for two months. So they have a whole month to not play PoE. Yeah, a very good example of this was the recent uh, December events because of the Cyberpunk thing where we had December events for the whole month and it was like a four-month cycle instead of a three-month. And by the time the league came, nobody wanted to play Path of Exile because we were playing all the events and we were tired. Mm-hmm. It's like too many things going on at the same time. I so, love for the for what it's worth. I loved some of those events, um, but it was just like I was. They were all void. You know, it's not like they're nothing's going anywhere. If, unless I'm competing, I don't really want to play. And plus, I don't want to. They're all myself back to out. back. They're all. Yeah, back I don't want to. Back. I don't want to burn myself out for the next league. It's it's funny that you mentioned that they were void. So it, void uh, is is a term in Path of Exile means that. You're not going to accumulate any like wealth into standard. You're not going to bring your items over. You're not going to bring your currency over. Like nothing, nothing's going to transfer outside of that void league into your standard league. So it's not going to contribute toward, you know, that big project that you've been, you know, working on for the past five years or so, trying to minimize how much strength you can get or something. So I guess when it comes to a league, it sounds like void might be a, a deal breaker for you, Free. Like you want something that can roll over into standard later. Is that right? So uh, the accumulation of, uh, you know, of generational RPGs wealth are like are just <laughs> having things, just hoarding everything I'd killed. Now there's a slash kills, um, a slash kills command that you can type in to tell me, tell you how many times, how many kills you, uh, you've had. Um, I, I, I want to translate those millions of kills into all the loot that I have acquired from them. Um, and I, and I like having like a little showcase thing on standard. Yeah. So, so when I see like a league that like the height, like endless heist or, or will you endless delve? It's a better representation. So endless delve, right? I could, I could have really, really went hard on, on endless delve and like really cranked it out and got like really sweet delve items to put in standard and only focused on delve for that one, two weeks or whatever it was. And then, you know, had had tons of fossils or, or accumulated a bunch of fossils. But instead, it doesn't go anywhere. It just disappears. It's gone. Because Delphi was voided, right? Because it was voided. They were all voided. Gotcha, gotcha. See, I, I'm on the opposite side of the spectrum. I'm not, I, I, I don't like standard. And especially in last epoch, I don't like it either. I don't like the feeling of having everything. Like, I like starting fresh. That's why I like leagues. That's why I like like leagues mainly is starting fresh and stuff. So I never really care if something's void. Like for instance, if everything was deleted after I was done, I wouldn't really care. The only problem is, is like, how would I test stuff without stuff in standard? Right. Like as a content creator, you're kind of uh, stuck in a corner in that regard. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. So I've, I've been asking Twitch chat my own questions and I, I post polls on Twitter every once in a while just to try to get a vibe check from people who aren't me because like I'm, I'm an outlier, right? Like I, I make content, I stream, I do the podcast, do YouTube stuff as well. And like, I'm, I'm not the average player of any video game that I do, right? So when it comes to uh, what you look forward to in a new league, I tried to get a vibe on this. 
So I asked uh, Twitter, so like, what do you what do you most look forward to? And I only have four options. There aren't too many things, but so I listed buffs and nerfs, new skills and items to play around with, new content to explore, or like a fresh economy. So the answers that I got on this were it, it, it sounded like most people were looking forward to new skills and new content, like new things to do. And not so many people were interested in skills getting buffed or skills getting nerfed. Does that seem like it jives with you as well? I could talk about it if you want. I, I, With that, it depends on the kind of player you are of what you want. So for instance, me, I really, whenever I do play Path of Exile, like I play a lot. And it'd be the same thing with Last Epoch too, right? I just play as much as humanly possible. And that's because, you know, I'm hardcore. I want to play as much as possible. And I want the nerfs, the changes and stuff like that in the new economy. But as a new player, I mean, as like a casual player who just plays for a week or so, they usually end up wanting the stuff like that, like the new skills and all that, because it's like the new shiny. And that's not that's not bad by any mean, right? Like everyone's allowed to do what they want. But that's generally what happens and that's why new stuff is generally like what people want is because you know they're usually more casual they want to like hop in for a week have fun with this new skill with like mana bond realize it's terrible then like re-roll like stuff like that they want to they the just it's the discovery aspect while sir free and i are the kind of person or like we want to hone down this one specific thing and like you know I don't know, conquered, I guess is a good word, like get really good at it. So when new stuff comes out, we're not as, you know, excited, if that makes sense. So Free, I guess, same question to you. We were talking about like, is it is it buffs and nerfs? Is it new skills and items? Is it new content? Or is it a fresh economy? We were saying those four things. What What are you looking for when you're playing in a new league? So if nothing changed in a league... If nothing at all changed in the league, no nerfs, no buffs, no new league, no nothing, except for a whole fresh and new economy, everybody just restarts from that. And I could probably play that for maybe a month. Um, just just in the aspect of uh, that, I mean, that's that's my game right there. Um, manipulating the economy and, you know, buy selling things, crafting items that are, are you know, for meta builds, doing doing things like that. Um, very early league stuff, even like one month in. I could, I could do that for a whole month. Um, past that, uh, I, I do enjoy the new league mechanics. If nothing was nerfed or buffed, I'd be totally fine with that. If the league has... If there's a new league and a fresh economy, I can play that for the entire duration of the Path of... The, however long I normally pay, play PoE for a league and be totally fine. If they never nerfed and buffed another thing in my life, I'd be totally okay. Interesting. So actually that's, that's just what happened with Sentinel League, right? There were very, very few changes outside of like obscure bug fixes with like flame wall and whatnot. Nothing really changed between last Path of Exile League and this Path of Exile League. Has that affected how you two are making money or like what, what mark are you trying to um, like to manipulate or like what crafting you're doing, maybe what build choices you have? So, for me specifically, I don't know about you, Free, but this there has been Atlas changes. So there are like different, the, if you don't know, a lot of keystones were added to the Atlas, very strong ones, like 
stream of consciousness specifically that allow you to gain money in a different way. And that's like changed how I'm going about getting money right now. Now for the choosing of the build, I like this because I already know what's good, right? Like we, we already know what's good. Like what is good? We know this right now. My plan is to find what can we make work with all this new stuff, right? Like for, you know, like what kind of wacky stuff can we get away with, with all this new stuff, you know, with ashes, crystallized omniscience and stuff like that. Right. Before it eventually gets nerfed into the ground. And that, that's like, that's, what's been driving me is trying all the funky new stuff, all, all the funky stuff that no one else ever tries because they don't usually have the time to, cause they're too busy playing the builds that are good. Right. Now we know, we know that in the last epoch, um, we, we've heard from the developers, there's, we're not quite sure what trade is going to look like when trade finally gets mm -hmm. implemented. At one point, Last Epoch was going to have some kind of bizarre where you could page through things like ads in a magazine. Or maybe it's only like trading with people who were there when the item dropped, like immediately in your party. We're not really sure what trade is going to look like. But we have heard that if the economy is your main interest in a game like this, Last Epoch is probably not going to appeal to you in that way. So that's... That's like the most telling thing that we've heard, which is to say, we don't know much. Is an economy, like, how, how important is an economy to, like, a fresh league start? So, I mean, there's, there's a non-zero amount of people that strictly play SSF, including you, Perry. Mm -hmm. um, and and this, this change is going to virtually not affect them at all. Um, and, and I think that's, that's interesting to think about when it comes to because uh, because a lot of people have been playing path or a lot a lot of people have been playing last epoch for such a long time now and it's only been ssf how is that going to port over for the people that normally play ssf and then are now introduced to a trade economy i think it's going to take a, a, a while for most of the people to get used to the fact that they can just buy something um however that works um as far as how how much how important is it it is it 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 is um i, I don't know it's it's kind of hard to, to to tell with how much we really not you know know and don't know about the the trade system i think in general for arpgs economy is important in my aspect um i just don't know how it's going to work in last epoch as as long think, as it's not just like a Path of Exile standard league and then a new mechanic is introduced to it and you can bring all your items with you, you can bring all your currency with you. As long as that doesn't happen, I'm fine. Yeah. It's like, just delete everything, give me a fresh stash, let me go find Leader my basic idols again. That's, that's that what matters. I want. One thing that I wish Path of Exile had more of and I wish that more ARPGs had more of is, is permanent upgrades that are not like player-based, right? So I think, like, you know, unlocking the Scion. If you didn't know, you have to unlock the Scion in Path of Exile. For all you brand once, new players out there, yeah. Once you have done it one time, you have that unlocked forever. I wish that there was, you know, even, even if it were League permanent items, like, for instance, Legion. Once you do a four-wave, or, you know, a four-war um, Legion, you get five slots on your map device. I wish there was something like, you know, do this thing, you know, kill Shaper and you get like a, a permanent portal button 
on your on your stash. So you never <laughs> need to use it. a portal again. Oh, or a portal and scroll. You just click it and then done. Or you know, just like a, a spot to put put them, and you can stack up to five thousand of them right there. Um, I think that you know that's something that's really interesting that I wish more games had. It it actually it kind of reminds me of like the conversation between rogue like and rogue light, which mm-hmm. to me is a pedantic conversation, which I totally hate. But technically speaking, a rogue light l i t e is like it has a little bit of continuation between each individual run. So things like Hades is a great example of a rogue light, and like a rogue like, l i k e like there's no carryover at all. So it sounds like you're looking for like a few more like maybe like player profile based things kind of upgrade over the duration of, I guess, the league is what you're saying? Or just, like, of your entire account? I wish that, like, the first time you killed, like, Uber Uber Elder, right? Then it's a new it's a new boss that came out. Super Uber Elder, right? You get, like, a free stash. I like the word Ooh Elder, thank you. Ooh. I will never say that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that you would have, like, a stash tab or something. Even if it's, like, a, like a, not a trade one. It's just, like, a regular run-of-the-mill stash tab. Yeah. Um, that boss is incredibly, incredibly difficult, and less than like. A, a That's kind of what the fancy hideouts are, right? Yeah, like the shaper hideout and stuff. We well, yep. do kind of have it, I, just not I, enough of it. You, yeah. you can kind of flex just a little bit. I love, but then you could just buy it and like that shaper has that tiny, tiny fraction of a percent that uh, you when you kill the shaper, you have a chance to get the celestial hideout. That's so sweet. That's so cool yeah. to me. I'm into it. I'm into it. I think these games could afford to have more things like that. Small mm, little like, things. Like, like unlocking empowered monoliths and then not having to do it on a subsequent character? Like if you've killed like... Yes, exactly. Killed, that. Exactly. Yeah. If you've killed like... Um, if you killed Herot like a thousand times in Age of Winter, like you get like a special... I don't know. Something it changes, special. It changes like your stash, right? It changes yeah. your stash into like something, you know, cool. Or you get like a portrait or like something like that. I don't know. Like something, right? Interesting. And like, I, I guess, are you only looking for cosmetic stuff? Uh, it could be in game. Because like, stuff you, you could have like plus like... one all attributes if you kill Hayrod a thousand times. Uh, I think that. What you mean like permanently or just like for, yeah, your character? for the league? I think if it was stat based like that, I think it should only be a per league basis. I don't think it should be like a permanent thing all the time. Yeah. Yep. I hear you. So any talk- time, like because time is also you know you should not have like you should not have any advantage over any other player just because you've put in a thousand hours of time. You yeah. have your knowledge, and that's it. You mean a thousand hours of time before this new league starts? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. what I mean. Like no crossover like that. That's why. That's why the cosmetic ones are always so great. Is because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, it's so like never somebody else. Somebody else might have a better strategy than you. They might know how to get through the axe without dying. Maybe they're faster than you, but they don't. They don't have any like stat advantage over you at the beginning of any new league. Yeah, and that's fine. That's how it should be. Hopefully so. I, I, I don't. Maybe I just don't have enough experience in games in the action RPG genre outside of, I don't know, the handful that I've played. Are there games like that where like you can league start in a new like live development le- game that updates every three months that you just have an advantage because you played longer? Is that a thing? Uh, there's got to be some bad game out there. Planet Side Two. <laughs> I was gonna. I, guess. I was gonna say. I was gonna say Planet Side. I think has something like that. And 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 in my opinion. If Diablo 3 doesn't have it, I don't think it's that common. So, 
that Diablo 3 would be the one to where a new <laughs> league would come out and you'd have some sort of advantage. You know, there well, I guess there's like the loot. Wait, just wait for Diablo 4. Yeah, baby. you just, it'll, it'll happen. Yeah. Diablo if you can't imagine Mortal, it now, it'll go. happen. All right. So we, uh, we talked about a couple of things here. And I guess I want to open it up a little bit before I jump into any other topic. So regarding leagues, like league starts, league development cadence, buffs and nerfs, things like this, I want to ask, like, when Last Epoch finally introduces leagues into the game, what can Last Epoch steal from Path of Exile? What what are the gems from Path of Exile that we can take and just like incorporate those into Last Epoch? Uber you mean like like skills okay. or or just like ideas? Just things ideas. things regarding the leagues is what I mean. Like maybe maybe league mechanics or maybe just like the three month development cycle. Maybe like whether you think buffs and nerfs in like the first week of a new league are good or bad. I wish there was more ways to craft. In Last Epoch. Yeah. I think that will come that, over time. I wish that there was certain things that you could do. I mean, your crafting are, you know, your, your, um, all of your, your normal crafting and then like your, your dungeon stuff, right? That's the crafting. With legendary and, items. I mean, that's about it right now. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, compare that to Path of Exile, a game that's been around for like more than a decade at this point a lot of those crafting options from POE have been league mechanics. That's what I think. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's like, I think the league mechanics should be the thing that bring in those new crafting methods and so have essence, the essence fossils. Essence fossils. Yep, a yep, million, yep. a million billion ways to, to craft in POE. One thing I want last epoch to get from path of exile and keep it is, you know, that feeling of how, like when you play a new path of exile league, 99% of the time, the base game itself is the same and the league is the thing that's changing the stuff. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like for instance, you know, you could craft like your normal, like normal way, like we normally would craft this league, or you could have some fun with recombinators or whatever. Right. And I think last epoch should follow this thing where like the base game should be like the starting point. And then the league should be the expansions. Now, sure, you could add the league stuff in, right, if you want to, and make it part of the base game. But the base game should stay the same, and the league stuff is the stuff that, like, goes off the wall, right? If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So for a long time in Path of Exile, I guess, oh man, what was the... It might have been, like, 3.0 was the changing point for this. But for a long time, standard in Path of Exile was the league that you were supposed to play if you were a new player. And those three-month leagues were experimental things. And if, if they went well, they would be rolled into the core gameplay loop of standard. And if they didn't go well, they'd get tossed out. That's, that what, leagues, happens, though, that's what leagues were for a point in time. And like nowadays with Path of Exile, you're expecting that every single league is going to be rolled into the game. And when a new player comes in the game, they are ushered toward the league, like the, the soft core league, as opposed to playing in standard. Because standard, you're playing like three or six months behind. So, like, is, is that something that we're looking for in Last Epoch as well? So, yeah. I'll, I'll give you a Go good ahead. example of a, a way to not do a league system, right? Do it. Wilson. <laughs> All right. All right. Go on. Gotta, go on. And for those of us who never, play, who never downloaded Wilson, what, what, was, what was the bad thing about leagues in Wilson? So, Wilson does have leagues if you haven't played it in a while. Um, 
It's uh the the really the only thing that they change they don't add any other additional content. They don't add to like you can you can now do this with items. You can now craft in this way. You can now interact with this. It's literally just killing new different mobs. And that's it. That's all it is. It's it's the same game except for you kill different mobs in this special altar thing. And that's how three have them been. Not just one of them. Three have them have been this way. Well, and before me, we uh, oh, go ahead, continue. I'm sorry. To me, that's a very bad thing to do, just because you're just resetting yeah. the, the campaign to just kill mobs in different ways, and there's no extra anything. There's nothing. Well, else. Uh, killing mobs in different ways. I like that. Yeah. I I, I want to like find a new build or use a new item or use. Well, a there's new no, there's no new, there's no, none of that. There's not, but no like, new nothing. It, it's not in new ways. It's just new monsters. Yeah, it's new monsters. So there was a comment in chat. So they're like, this was probably not. This probably won't be. This probably won't get read. I'm a hot jokes on you. I'm gonna read it. But with Poe, the main thing they try to do is let players decide if they want to interact with the mechanics, and they don't force you to do it at all. <laughs> Except intervention. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say, no, like, that is for correct. a long time, that, that wasn't their motto. Most of it. That is correct for most of it. And that's something like a pet last epoch should probably take as well. You think that that's a good idea? Allowing a player in order, in, allowing a player to yeah. jump into a league and then just not interact with the league mechanic? Yeah, I don't if they don't if want a, to. I don't know if it's okay to do right away. I think the first couple leagues for last epoch, it would be healthier to kind of had it have it be more in your face to kind of just show yeah. like, you know this this is kind of the new stuff um and you know cuz the reason why path of exile can get away with that a lot easier is because there's so much to do in PoE you that's just the, yeah. the content so load things. over the past you're decade. Ex- I've never thought You're not expected out. to do it all. Well, you know, a lot of people throw around the content bloat, which actually was a comment in chat as well. And I, I I'm actually going to counter this with saying that I, I you're not expected you're not expected to do everything, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. for instance, right now, I'm focusing on, like, ritual and delirium. That's all I'm doing. All I'm doing all day is doing rituals and deliriums. I'll do, like, other side stuff every so often, but I make plenty of currency. Like, I've, like, I'm almost, like, I think, three-quarters of the way to an ashes. Like, I have currency, and I'm doing well. You don't have to interact with everything to do well. Like, most of the time, it's better just to focus on one or two things and then, you know, make Mind currency you that like. way. Yeah, what I, I wonder... tell new players is PoE has a million things that you can do. Find what you like, and you are allowed to focus on just that one thing. Especially now, because if you don't know, there's now points on your atlas that you can put that say your maps no longer have expedition encounters, but you have a 2% increased chance to get other content. Mm-hmm. And there's that for abyss delirium you know a lot of different things so you can kind of pick and choose i really don't want to do these kinds of content i really want to do more and then you can get that node that uh, dread was talking about where you you can't put scarabs or anything on your map but you have a 50 percent more base chance to get other content free stuff pretty much mm-hmm. now this doesn't really work well in an ssf environment because it's like oh i need a delve craft to get this yep. specific modifier well you're gonna have to go do do delve you can't have someone else do it for yeah. you sadly it, it makes me think about like fomo like the fear of missing yeah, out. yeah fearing missing out yeah or I like maybe that, maybe yeah. the fear that you're not min maxing the right way and maybe ziz has has figured out the perfect strategy and math will figure out the perfect strategy and your favorite youtuber figured out the perfect strategy but their strategies all incorporate expedition. 
and you don't like expedition, but they said it was the right thing to do. I wonder if that kind of thing should be codified into a game. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure. It's definitely a very big fault of uh, a very big fault of certain content creators. I'm not going to go into specifics on on any names, but I will say there are certain content creators that say this is the correct way to do things. To be um, fair, though, there is always going to be a meta as well. Like there is going to be a specific way of creating currency that's going to be better than everything else. But you are correct as well with what you're saying. Yeah. So. If if somebody goes on and says, delve is the best thing and you can make 30x alts an hour, um, and, and if you're doing anything else, you're doing it wrong. And it's unhealthy. I think the correct approach is saying, I did a lot of delve this league. I got like 15 to 20x an hour. Here's what I did. Here's how you can replicate this if you want to. Um, but you can do other things if you want to as well. And I haven't gone into I haven't gone into Delve at all this league. I haven't even touched Delve. Me neither. Right, I haven't even touched Delve either. Yeah. I I want to move on to another topic, but I'm gonna I'm gonna like maybe change it up one more time before we move on. So if we're talking about money making strategies, we've said that there were no major balance changes, uh, except for like major bug fixes between last league and Sentinel League and Path of Exile, but they introduced new ways of manipulating your maps, of using your Atlas uh, skill tree as well. When you say things like, like I, I did Delve and I made 30X and, and so can you, those money-making strategies, is it important for those to change up from one league to the next league? Yes, very much so. It is pretty important. So right now, one of the best things that you can be doing with your time is Expedition Logbooks. Um, they're just, they've, they're strong. That was they've last always, league too, right? Yeah, it was yeah. pretty much. Yeah. And it was the same thing last league. That's what I was going to say. It was the same exact thing last league. Expedition logbooks were extremely good. Um, that's kind of what I've been doing. I've been doing some other stuff too, but, uh, it's, it's definitely good with your time. But with that being said, it's almost marginal that you can be doing other things and be making just slightly less and having 10 times more fun. As long as you're um, smart about it, too. You can't just go willy-nilly. Do I think it should change every league? Yeah, absolutely. I think... I think um, and, and another thing is, um, when you say no buffs or nerfs, it's not super accurate, because mobs were changed, and things like Legion are extremely scary, because when you pop all of these rare and magic mobs, all of a sudden they have all these you know, wicked cool new modifiers, and you have to deal with that in certain ways that you maybe couldn't do it with the... If, even if you're playing the same build, you couldn't do it the same exact way. Like, for instance, like, uh, a very popular build right now, like, uh, Explosive Arrow Ballistas right now, they, they usually play an Elementalist. And if you don't know, that build is very, 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 very softcore-minded. Like, I have six portals. I'm going to use them. And this <laughs> league was really... A lot worse for them because of that versus last league because of the fact that like they were dying way more like a lot a lot more <laughs> so it's like but it was really good last league because the rare mobs they just fell over and died and so even though the build too, hasn't changed at all it's the like the, the content that you're coming up with yeah yeah okay i hear you 
So and that's I asked a good you, way of going about it. Too. I asked you, what are the kind of things that we can steal from Path of Exile and incorporate into Last Epoch? And we, we talked about a couple. Are there things in Path of Exile that like are like lessons learned that we should not incorporate into a future game like Last Epoch? Picking up organs, every <laughs> single one. <laughs> Having to net and uh, having to oh net god all oh, the flashbacks of right dealing now, with necromancy sentinel, nets sentinel how like my build's too good to enjoy the mechanic i have a, i have a good one. um i have a good a, a good one for this yeah tell me so realizing when to get rid of old leagues or old content prophecy was in the game for so long and was generally not super fun to interact with. Um, you know, you have your your certain strategies, and they could have very easily did what they did and just add it to maps, add the you know the uh, uniques to the base game, add these the crafts to to certain unique maps um, long ago. This could have happened yeah. eons ago. Them trying to remove um, bloat from the game is a very recent thing. Yes. And I think that's a mistake. I think, real, uh, I think you, they should have paid more attention to getting rid of the older, older content. Um, you know, to keep it, to keep it um, in a way more fresh and more kind of modernized. So let's let's think about an example in Last Epoch real quick. So things that have been in the game for a long time that were just kind of tossed in as a temporary alternative endgame solution. Arena, arena. So let's talk about arena. <laughs> what what would last okay, epoch look like the same thing what, what would last epoch look like if we didn't have arena is is that a core piece of gameplay to have that ladder there oh uh, well, lizard be like half as pro as popular <laughs> poor lizard oh. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding i love you lizard if you're here um no so uh, i think that instead i would i would kind of go the opposite way with it i think that um, I would I would give you more incentive to do arena and kind of make it you know tie into the uh, the base game and there's there's been ideas of, of how to do they this tried again. so so <laughs> we, we've said on stream and we've had this discussion before um, but just as a reminder what we're talking about is um, what I'm talking about is after getting to like wave like 200 right um, you your minimum corruption is now 100 like after getting to wave 300, your minimum corruption is now 150. You know, certain things like that that kind of tie into your your base experience in your monolith, which I think is the, the large majority of the game and that you should be paying attention to, not arena, um, is a good way to tie them in in a way that you feel like you're not wasting your time um, just doing arena. That, I, it feels as though you're reading my mind. Let's let's take the perfect segue and talk about something that happens both in Last Epoch, I guess it, it will happen in the future in Last Epoch, and happens right now in Path of Exile. Let's talk about new content and new leagues being integrated with old content and old leagues, as opposed to feeling standalone. So Dread, you and I touched base on this real quick before this podcast started, and we were trying to think of like, what's what's the best example for this? And we said, like, maybe Lab is a good example because, like, I Lab is, you know, it, it's it's been there for a long time. Everyone's familiar with it, but it doesn't really tie into the core gameplay loop of, like, the end game map grinding. But we actually came up with an even better example than that of something that <laughs> something that just doesn't feel like 
it ties into the rest of the game. It doesn't feel like Path of Exile. It feels like something other than Path of Exile. It, it feels, feels like, kind of like a door simulator, yeah? PvP. You, so, know, you <laughs> know, like, uh, you know those Disney movies, like The Little Mermaid, right? Like, imagine The Little Mermaid being Path of Exile, right? You know, like the direct to DVD movies, like the like the Little Mermaid two, whatever. Like I remember that one. Yeah, that one. That that's heist. That's heist. That's heist to Path of Exile. Yeah, it's yeah. just like Little Mermaid two is heist. Like, I'm with you. Yeah, I know. I know it's a weird thing, but it makes the most sense in my head. So <laughs> I, uh, I I totally understand why they kept it in, but it's it's certainly a league that could. It would have been, been hard to incorporate all the uniques, all the everything yes, into it exactly without it. actually incorporating it. Gotcha. So they gotcha. could have very easily added, added. Well, I don't. I say very easily. I don't want to say that. They could have found a way to add all these replica uniques into the game, um, even if it was done over time. Even if they re, they were repurposed into other uniques with new art. Um, I mean, they could I have got rid of heist. Yeah. And and it would have been fine. I think I think what they should have done is they should have just got rid of the the rogue harbor, got rid of the coins and just make the the actual contracts just like mini like you know like mm -hmm. you know you know like unique maps, just make them act like unique just maps. Just maps you put like in things. Yeah. And you just so, do it, you know. Oh, that sounds so much good, better. I think that's a good shout. I think the the shout yeah. of of not having to spend rogue markers not having to worry about unlocking wings on a blueprint or maybe make um, it kind of like a hierarchy where like as you do these contracts like your next blueprint will have these many wings unlocked mm -hmm. or whatever make it like a progression but make it so you don't have to go to the stupid freaking rogue harbor every single time <laughs> so back back in the day when i played path of exile i would always reference bestiary as one of the leagues that i think got integrated best into path of exile because at the time it was garbage and you had to use nets and you had to not kill monsters. And then cute dog made everybody use necromancy nets because he complained too much. And it was, it was, it was garbage, right? And then immediately the crap out of it. And then it was useless <laughs> for a bit. Best area was not implemented into core in the immediate next league. And then it was introduced like one or two leagues after that. And, and then it was it's been slowly, garbage. it's been slowly toned down over time. And best area, I think got it did a really good job of trimming down and getting rid of the fluff and focusing on what's really important. The Reinhardt shows up, there's a beast, you kill it, extra rewards, and then like only the most important crafts got uh, rolled into the main game. And then you have the rare one, like the rare beasts, like the way yeah, they did yeah. the rare beasts and they're just like, they're just tokens that you use for the crafts and then, you know, and all, the rare all the beasts are the special are there. ones. And yeah, I, I think Synthesis was a really good one as well. So Synthesis as an, as an example of like, it was a really complicated league when it was first out there. And then right now, it's been tremendously trimmed down, maybe like 10% of what it yeah, used to it's be. It's a great integration. And it's, it's, now, it's perfect. That's yeah. all you need. Just a little bit of flavor there. So, Ultimatum League has still not returned. Um, <laughs> you, you make that sound like it's like it's like Gandalf the White. Ultimatum has not returned yet. We're being <laughs> destroyed here. We need it back. We need Hateforge back. Please make Melly oh, great no, again. Please no. So with the new Atlas skill tree in uh, in Path of Exile, the Atlas skill tree it like it it affects the rewards for X, Y, or Z league mechanic. But when you look at the Atlas skill tree and what's available for like Delve, the only things that really show up there are like your Delve gives you more sulfite. Yep. 
but like it doesn't tie into that core gameplay loop of what's Expedition going on the rest the same of the time. Thing. I think so. uh, I think Syndicate is the perfect foil to this, where it it actually incorporated it the correct way, while you know Delve did not. Because uh, Syndicate, like you have stuff like you like the whole thing of Syndicate is the intelligence thing, right? Like swapping members around, all that kind of stuff, and Syndicate has the best way of incorporating versus like, you know, Delve where it's just like click on node, get sulfide. You know, you have ways of manipulating the intelligence or if you just don't even want to do the whole mechanic itself, you could literally just grab the node at the top of the tree and just get a bunch of intelligence every single mm-hmm. time you do a map. And that's okay too, as long as there's options. And I think that's the perfect way of incorporating it where it's like, like if you do this special thing, you'll get different ways of getting your intelligence. I haven't done syndicate yet with this atlas, but I know the nodes are like that. So let's let's bring this back to last epoch. Is is there something in last epoch that kind of feels not attached to the rest of the game? That kind of brings you out of the core gameplay loop, and you're not sure whether you're supposed to be doing it. Dungeons. Dungeons? Dungeons? Maybe dungeons? Yeah, dungeons. Dungeons are a little bit weird. Dread, can you tell us about how dungeons tie into this? So, dungeons tie into this because this is actually a topic that the community's been having in Last Epoch about how certain mechanics aren't tying into the main game, i.e. the monolith system. Now, the dev dev response is they, they like the fact that the dungeons aren't things that you farm all the time. They're just the side piece of content that you go and do every so often. Now, the problem with that is, is you either don't do it and forget about it, which most people do, because usually it's not worth your time unless if you have a build to do it specifically, or you go and focus on it, but then you're not grinding blessings, you're not grinding any of this stuff, you're just doing dungeons, right? You're not grinding for the uniques from the bosses, you're you're just doing dungeons. Mm -hmm. And that's all right, but you're going to have a very small amount of loot versus like just doing monoliths instead. I think a caveat is um so so there's definitely a time and a place, right? Yeah. The time and the place for dungeons. I feel like dungeons shouldn't feel like I'm just going here so that way I can put, you know, smash these two items together with the, you know, the legendary. I don't want it to feel like I'm only going there for this. And the best example for for me was that I I farmed Julera for the gloves specifically. Um, that's the only reason why I was in dungeons. I, I, I skipped every single time I skipped making a legendary item. I just, yeah, I've I, done that a lot no, too. I didn't need to. Yeah. I was just and there I was for the vessel. Um, and there's certainly a time and a place to do dungeons. And I haven't, for, for what it's worth, I haven't really looked at the new dungeons that much. I have. It's okay. They're it. pretty much the same. It's it's the same thing. Just. But I don't game. want it to feel like I I want to go do the dungeons just to get a legendary. I want it. I want most of the things, like in Path of Exile, most of the things can progress. Your you know you you do this in maps. You're still progressing in your maps. Um, lab yeah. is a good shout because you could do lab farming. Harry did lab farming for a long time in the early in the early Path of Exile days. You're not progressing your maps at all. Um, you can drop maps in there, but you're not running them. Uh, so, so you're very detached from it in a way that lab is very similar to dungeons. You know, you can go there, you can do your enchants, and that's basically all you're going there for, unless you're doing it for the first time to ascend. And, that, and you can that, focus that's our on complete, it too. That's our complete list of, of side content that we felt like 
wasn't particularly well integrated into Path of Exile. We talked about Lab, we talked about Heist, we talked about Delve. Just like these like kind of alternative endgame things, you can farm them for a yep. bit. But I think our main complaint when it comes to Path of Exile there is like these things aren't part of the core gameplay loop and they they feel detached and when I do them, I'm not also doing anything else. So does Dungeon need to tie in more? Like one of the examples, actually Dread, you mentioned this a second ago and I kind of like it, so I'm going to say it again. You said like, what if, uh, what if instead of going to the Rogue Harbor to activate one of your new... Um, God, what are they even called? Syndicate missions? No, they're not syndicate. Contracts. Contracts. I have, a, I have an idea. But like, what if what if you just put it in your map device? Then you're still in your hideout. It's like one map, one yeah. contract, one map. But one, then like, that ruins what the devs want. They want you to. They want it to be in the campaign. They want, they it, want it to be it like to be a part cosplaying as as yeah. part of these people mm -hmm. in Path of Exile. Sure. Yeah. Free. Uh, you said you uh, you were going to say. I have I have a good interesting idea. What if there was a dungeon boss that has let's say a 25% chance to drop well, well maybe not that much but it has a like a 5% chance to drop any unique from any monolith boss but it will always have at least one lp i i don't think that would work well because that then you just do that pretty much it's it's an idea it's an idea it's i don't think idea. it's a good idea I mean, the, the but it is it is a very dynamic idea and i like because i like where you know, you're at the dungeon the dungeons have always they always drop with their one lp right and how yeah. many monolith bosses are there? There's a lot. So if you're specifically trying to farm for, you know, this or that, um, or or maybe it's even like an increased chance that you know it has LP. Yeah. Because it could be a very easy way to get at least one LP. I mean, what you could do is just have the dungeon instead. Instead of doing that, you could just have the dungeon have a blessing thing like like it's like a consumable oh, you right blessing. click it on your monolith blessing right? is good too yeah well uh, it's like a consumable blessing and you use it kind of like a twice enchanted where like the next unique that this boss drops has lp on it or something like that I don't know. you want you want prophecies that you farm from the dungeon and then you go kill a monolith boss well yeah something like that i don't I think, know yeah because i think the main point of, of of what we're talking about is Finding ways to tie into the dungeon to the main, the main yeah. game. Yeah, this man, this reminds me so much of, of the talking points that we had two weeks ago. I know. We had, it's because when it's we had McFluffin on the podcast, there's, there's yeah. so many good tie ins to that conversation. Yeah. I guess, chat, I guess if you're here watching live or if you're on YouTube or Spotify, go back and listen to the episode we were talking exclusively about dungeons in Last Epoch with McFluffin. There's a lot of stuff there that ties into exactly what we're talking about right now. But I think we are, we're just about at an hour, which means I'm going to try to introduce one more topic. It's, it's always, you get to the one hour mark and it's like, okay, how much longer can we go? I want to talk about Please. something. I, I want to talk about something we just learned about today. Apparently today is Worldwide Bee Day. So Happy Worldwide Bee Day. Yeah, apparently. Great. Free for all. Have you looked at this news post from, from last have, epoch? Yeah, yeah. So we have, I, I we have bees it. chat and I don't know how to feel about it. I, I need I need someone to link this in chat in case no I one's did, seen it I live did. as well. But we're going to go pull this up and take a look at bees. Bees. So we have we have two new unique items. Let's see if I can uh, post this there. Oh, thank you. Appreciate you posting that. In September. So what what are we doing with these two unique items? So the first one is something that comes from Hunter. Hunter is in Twitch chat all the time. If he's here, Hunter, nice item. Oh, nice. And this is a... Uh, 
I guess both of these are um are support a unique item. So like someone paid and then worked with the developers and they came up with this. So let's talk about item number one. Let's talk about Hunter's item. This is called Bloodkeeper's Nest. And I'm just going to read off a couple of the stats here so that if you're listening, you know what's going on. So this is a unique relic, level 70. Got to be high level for it. The implicit for this thing is plus bees per 10 seconds while in Spriggan form. So from the very get-go, it's a minion thing. You got to be in Spriggan form. You got to be a primalist. And you're summoning bees. So we have bees gaining flat life and percent damage per attunement. Which is important because as we know from some Dreads videos in the past, the best way to keep your minions alive is to scale that main attribute so that they get that base flat life. Yeah. We also have bees gaining bleed effect per strength. So we're bleed stacking... Bleed effect is interesting. Yeah, bleed effect is kind of like a more multiplier. You don't so, need that much strength to make it good either, which is great. So we're stacking up strength and attunement. And then when you cast Thorn Shield, the nearest bee also gains Thorn Shield. A uh, percent chance to apply frailty on hit for bees. So your bees are frailtying enemies for you. And then minions leech 3% physical damage as health, That's which is not on hit. That, so that part as... right there, that makes the whole like yeah. bee arc. It makes it usable. I, this is suspiciously good. You, uh, you, uh, you played recently in that turning. You're using the, the poison. The poison. Uh, yeah. Lethal concentration. It Just for that your, one line of text. So my minions can alive, leech. Right? Yeah. <laughs> It's it it's needs. it's surprising. So this is like a non-crit poison bee item, and like it bleed. doesn't look like garbage. It kind of looks good. Also, the artwork is fantastic. What's it's got really good artwork on it. Thing, the worst thing about the worst thing about this item is the fact that it's attached to Spriggan form. <laughs> it, it's it's unfortunate, isn't it? Like really, it's it's only Spriggan form, like. So you, you can, can use it outside of spring form. You just won't get the implicit. Well, you just need more bees from other right. sources, like maybe yeah. bee gloves or bee idols. Well, that, well, that was what my caveat was. Would you use the? Would you use this with the beekeepers? Is there other bee items besides the there's, bee? There's, there's bee items. There's actually another one that we can talk about here. Uh, yeah, yeah, let's go ahead. You want to read it off? First? The hive mind. The hive <laughs> mind is a unique verdant hood, which is a rogue specific. Uh, so you can only outlet. use it as a rogue. You only use it as a rogue, unlike the last thing. Decoy releases seven bees when it explodes. When hit, when you hit a bee with acid flask, it gains a toxic coating. So I'm going to assume this just gives them poison chance and something. Oh, oh, like I can tell you what it does. Oh, really? Toxic coating. Kane replied to me. Thank you, Kane. Toxic coating. The uh, the exact values are being balanced right now, but toxic coating gives chance to poison, melee attack speed, and less damage taken. Oh, that's insane. So yeah, yeah. As so suspiciously not garbage. Bleach. So, oh no, that would yeah. be the night. No, but, anyway, but that yeah. would be physical. This is poison. You could just right. use lethal concentration with this and be fine, I think. You want to use lethal concentration, hive mind, decoy, yeah. poison. I mean, this is assuming like a rogue is even going to work. Yeah. It's like, all right. All right. I'm listening. Like yeah. And then uh, mana efficiency for decoy, which is cool because it's a lot of mana. Health is a lot of mana. Now, the biggest problem with this one is to get the best effect out of it, you need to be using the decoy relic that gives you the cooldown. Problem with that is, the other good B item is, as you know, a relic. I, no, I don't know. What are you talking about? The Bloodkeeper's Nest. You would use this and you'd use the attunement scaling. To oh, is that... 
Is Bloodkeeper's Nest not primeless only? It's not. Oh, it's not. No. It's not primeless only. It doesn't say that it is. Yeah, it's not primeless only. I, I hadn't the even only considered that. Thing okay, is okay. The, fact, the implicit and the thorn shield thing. Now, the problem is though, like I said, is either you have a fifteen-second cooldown on your decoy, or and summon bees then, or you have. Uh, like a six second de- uh, six second decoy, but then don't get Bloodkeeper's Nest. And the problem with this is, is that attribute scaling per attunement is absolutely bananas, and that's the main reason you'd use Bloodkeeper's Nest is for the attribute scaling, the specifically the health and increased damage, which attributes is a very strong thing for minions if you don't know. And now you can't use both of them because of the fact that it's tied to decoy unless if decoy gets something else where you can reduce the decoy cooldown or something but yeah that's like the biggest problem with this and also so like what else b wise like we're also playing so, so the thing that i was minion rogue right minions yeah so so in my head um how would you you know the jeweler goes if you're not using the beekeeper's gloves now we have jeweler's gloves that we can look at yeah the yeah. return <laughs> So there's a lot of things that I feel like you could... Uh, that you Yes, could there's add. a B on Acid Flask. Yeah, you're correct. Cool. Uh, so I guess the other unique item that I want to mention, we talked about Lethal Concentration. Lethal Concentration is like a way to give yourself, uh, or like minions, leech poison damage. Um, I want to shout out Serpent's Milk as a, uh, as a unique amulet that you might use with this. So it, it looks like Hive Mind... When you, when you use decoy, when you summon your bees and you hit your bees with an acid flask, they gain melee attack speed and chance to poison on hit. So you could, uh, you could use a serpent's milk along with that to like use your minions only as a buff machine so that they're not going to be doing much damage, but they are going to be applying a lot of poisons so that you as a blade dancer could do some kind of poison stuff as well. Is that what we're supposed to do? Is I that have the no build? Idea. There is acid flask on. I mean, there is on, bees on acid flask chance, like. And uh, then, and then, like you can shift to proc your acid flask, and maybe you hit. And these you just things use as well. decoy as a burst of bees on single target. But maybe, maybe your decoy uh, with your Kelton blasting agent, maybe it has poison chance as well. Maybe you're just like yeah. a throwing poison build. Yeah. I said I like the idea <laughs> of playing a minion blade dancer because you can just run all the dr and stuff in blade dancer and just be super tanky and just have minions and that would be okay Hmm? this is one of my favorite things about le versus poe um the discovery aspect at last epoch is not a, a found game there's still tons and tons and tons of ways to to uh to play certain things that nobody's ever played before um, and, and figuring out certain things and certain interactions is, is, it brings me back to the early internet days when you couldn't just look up a guide. There could, there wasn't just a nice YouTube video on how to kill this boss. You know, you just kind of had your, your word of mouth and, and you know, people, people around yeah. you and your friends and stuff. I, I wonder, I wonder how long that's going to stay the case for, for Lazy Bug. It's the Wild I, I West hope right it's now. A while. It's 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 a limited player base right now, especially now that we're in the right smack in the middle of the Path of Exile League, and like there's there's not too many people out there making videos and exploring these new things, especially because like we're kind of in a content freeze until September when we get another uh, update about multiplayer. So it feels at the Wild West right now. I wonder how long that's going to stay because like Path of Exile has been around for more than a decade. There there's a 
ton of information out there that you could get like lost in. It feels like a 101 level college course just to figure out what the hell is going on. So you can like kind of stand on all the information that people have generated before you. But like Last Epoch, it's a simpler game right now. And there's just a lot less people playing it. Yeah. There's probably plenty of builds that none of us have ever played that are like insanely strong right now. Like like Ignite Puncture. I don't play a lot of builds, so. I I think Ignite Puncture might not be garbage. Oh, boy. (laughs) I might end up playing it this weekend. Uh, I'm not sure. But this weekend's Marksman weekend. So I'm either playing Cinder Strike, a good build, or Ignite Puncture. That Wraith build was not something we played ever, by the way. That was like... It took a long time because when when the wraiths were specifically nerfed, people were all like, oh, the wraiths are terrible. And it took one person, Wolk in this case, to play it. And I was like, wait a second, this is freaking busted, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then that all happened. It Every turns out making your minions not really stream. insane. Every Go time ahead. I tune into a parry stream that isn't like the race um, mm-hmm. or the, you know, the podcast. Every time it's like. Either I'm in a, either I'm in a planner, or I'm in a monolith talking about how I want to make a planner for this build. Yes. Every yes. time it's like, okay, what can I do for this? How can I make this? How can I do this? What do you think about this chat? How do you think about you know things like that? So like every single time, and I think that's great. I'm, I think it's awesome. I don't know if I'm getting called out or not, but I kind of <laughs> like that. I I enjoy that part of the game. It's really. It cool. I like it too. Style, Whenever I'm playing, game. I have so much to do. It was like, well, I tuned into a parry stream and look, he's on POB. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I always need to clarify that whenever I talk about my experiences in Path of Exile. Like, I mean, I, I you know, my Steam says 12 or 13,000 hours, which is a tremendous amount of time. But then you've got people like Ziz out there who have like 40,000 hours. It's like, it's not a competition. I get it. But like, I spend a lot. I, I used to. I used to spend a lot of time in POB. Like, it's, it's a little bit more than 12 or 13,000 hours. have a hours. timer edition no please no you know dread i actually leave last epoch running in the background so that's why i have so much time in the game oh okay all right is that how we're going oh, oh is that the shout out all right uh, i think i think with that gentle jab we're about to we're gonna you. we're gonna start wrapping it up here so we've uh, about an hour and 15 minutes for this one sir free for all thank you so much for being here i yes. appreciate you it was very always. interesting having you on. It was yeah, great. excellent, excellent. And I think, uh, Dredd, thank you also for making time in your busy schedule. Are you playing in the Marksman race this week, or are you still back in the world of Path of Exile? Uh, I'm still in Path of Exile. I have stuff to make. Right, <laughs> I have stuff to make. We probably so, are insane. Items. Yes. I, I, will, no, I will either, I will either spend this triple? weekend... Oh, my God. <laughs> I will either spend this weekend playing some kind of, like, crit, cinder strike, decoy, bombing build... Or maybe Ignite Also, the Puncture meta is kind of like stale too, to be fair. That's why I want to play Ignite Puncture. Okay, listen. I know, I know. I'm going to convince myself. You can do it. One, no, ahead. I don't I'm want to. It's bad. It's bad. I'm, I'm not going to do it. You don't. Yeah. Do it. In any case, I'm holding you to I'm it. calling you out right now. Uh, <laughs> I'm playing a mean build in Path of Exile, so it's like fine. All right, let's. Before somebody else debates me into a terrible build, let's start wrapping it up here. Long live Red City great. Come on, you should try it. Thank you, whether you're watching this on YouTube, live here on twitch.tv slash pig, or on Spotify even. Thank you for being here. I will be uh, jumping over to do some race after this. But for all of us here at Epic Epoch, thanks for being here. We'll see you next time. Bye.